Pickaxe. Hey all, I'm Dr. Alok Kanoja, but the internet knows me as Dr. K. I spent seven years studying to become a monk and then became a psychiatrist. I want to tell you a little bit about my podcast, Healthy Gamer GG where we combine my clinical experience of practicing psychiatry and sprinkle in years of experience as a meditation teacher and sort of focus on spirituality. So on the podcast, we're going to approach very common everyday problems from each of these lenses. And what we really do well is blend science and spirituality to create the most accessible solutions for people for their everyday problems. So check us out at Healthy Gamer GG on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple. Welcome to Kirsty and Brandy's Comfort Zone, where we listen to some dreams and we mess up the intro. We never know who's going to do the next line. Every time. Every Every time. (laughs) Every goddamn Um, time. But today, we're not going to be going into our own brains. Our brains are closed for maintenance whilst we try and think about things. But we have a wonderful guest. (gasps) Yay. Yay! Welcome... Boba. Hello. Welcome to my brain, where I've last minute cleaned the cobwebs out of, and I've thrown everything <laughs> into the closet and, you know, uh, pressed my body against the door as hard as I can to try to get it to close so that no one knows my closet is full of everything that I've hidden. Yay. You've prepared it for <laughs> the guests. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Terrible exactly. guests that we are. We're just going to go marching around. Poking our little noses mm-hmm. in everywhere, trying to <laughs> figure out what's going on. <laughs> We're going to be that guest that storms in and just opens the closet and it all tumbles out. Oh my gosh. That's a health hazard. <laughs> <laughs> going to go around licking all the cups to see if they're clean. Oh my gosh. Like I can't even imagine that. <laughs> I could eat them. <laughs> oh dear. So, um, as a general opener question, how do you feel about dreams? Like, are you, because we, we know some people who just, they hate talking about dreams, or do you find them interesting, or are they just a bit weird, or how's it, what's your feels? I like, I like hearing about people's dreams, uh, for the most part, um, and I don't know, my dreams are very much like, I've got such a good imagination and such a like is it pictorial like a a a photograph kind of like imagination Mm -hmm. so there's been a period of time where I've gone without dreaming for a while but when I do dream I'll dream like for what feels like the entire night and a lot of times I'll have dreams and if I've had one of those really long, long ones, I wake up and I'm just tired, like I've been actually doing the dream. Um, yeah. And then depending on what kind of dream I've had, like I have really like ones that I'm I'm really present in. Or if I have scary ones, I have ones that I just wake up and I'm like actually for real terrified. So oh. I don't know. I'll talk. Ab- I talk about my dreams sometimes and it depends because I think recently i haven't been remembering them as much uh so i've been trying to write them down more but yeah i i don't mind talking about them and i i don't know if i 
think they mean anything outside of like you know normal like anxiety kind of things yeah. um but yeah i like them Hell yeah. like little little movies that you don't have exactly. to pay for in your own head exactly. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> that are put there to tell us our darkest fears and terrify us. <laughs> oh my gosh for true for true speaking of having like a really vivid imagination do you find like you know as as like an artist because i would say you are an artist definitely have you ever Thank had you. dreams that have like inspired you like to i don't know like you wake up and you're like oh damn i need to draw that or you know i need to do this like this this is really inspired an idea hmm i don't know because i think my dreams tend to have specific themes and to like follow a lot of the same sort of settings Mm -hmm. and so i don't think there's anything that i've really been like inspired by and it's more maybe my dreams are taking inspiration from the things that I like in real life yeah. instead. So it's like a backwards kind of thing, maybe. Mm-hmm. So like, do, do you find I... that you have like... Oh, sorry, Brian. You can, oh, you can. no, I was just going to say I've been sort of disappointed with my dreams this week because I started taking this new medication and I was looking up, you know, side effects and stuff. And it was saying like, oh, you have such crazy dreams on it. Like, I was so excited to embark on my next stage of dreaming. And I've just, I've not had any. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh maybe you have I them already. I was like, <laughs> maybe I'm already having mm-hmm. maximum crazy dream. Yeah, you'll feel like, yeah, you are. let's tone this down now. Just reel it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of found with mine, like my meds, that I started dreaming again once I, um, once I started taking them. But before I took them, I didn't have any dreams, so. Rather than just mm. having a bunch of random ones, it actually just kickstarted the regular ones again, which was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. But so- sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're in sync, but as in we like to talk at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> no, you go. No, you go. <laughs> I was going to say, um, so you've had... A dream that you've brought to us today. Mm-hmm. All I know about this dream is that I think it involved a horse. Am I right in thinking it's that that dream you're going to retell for us? Yes. So yeah. I had this dream like a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago. I thought, oh, okay, I'll. This is probably good because I woke up from the dream and at whatever time it was, I was like super not awake, and I'm like, oh, let me record this. You know, I know uh, I probably want to go on Christy and Bryony's podcast soon, so I should record this. So I did. And then I started listening to it the other day and I was like, OK, yeah, that probably sounds good. And then I listened to it this morning and I listened through. I think I was like talking for like three minutes and I listened to it and I was like, this is weird. And also maybe just kind of like. It was just not as cool as some of the other dreams I've had. But basically it was, I remember that I had a horse and it was a talking horse, which I think you said Kirsty's had talking horses before too or something. I've definitely had yeah, horse was, dreams. Trot was a horse. Yeah, Trot turned into a horse in one of my <laughs> okay, dreams. Okay, amazing. <laughs> um, my horse was not Trot, uh, but it was like, it was like, 
my uh, my horse, I guess. And I've done like horseback riding and horse camp and all of that stuff before. Um, and so it was talking to me and it was telling me that it was worried and that it was just anxious. And I was like, that's OK. Don't worry about it. And so then I think like we went for a ride and I was like, OK, let's just go as fast as we can and then you won't be worried anymore. And it was like, OK, so we did that. And then so I was like, OK, cool. Where's the rest of this going? And then I started talking about this boyfriend that I had in high school. And I was like back in high school and he was my boyfriend again or something. And then after I saw him, I went back to my house and my mom had a cat that had kittens. And she's like, we're not keeping these kittens so she left them outside and then I was going around Aww. collecting all of the kittens Aww. and then my sister was like, I have a cat too. And then she brought this kitten to me that was very obviously like a, you know, like a lynx, but like a baby one. And I'm like, where did you find this? And she goes, I found it outside. And I go, this is not one of ours, but now we're just going to have to keep it. And that was the entire dream. And when I listened back to it, I was like, what? Why did I think this was such like a good, like a good dream? Like it's an okay one, but it's definitely not as cool as the other ones I've had. Oh my god! <laughs> well, there are still sounds like a pretty good that. adventure. Yeah, it yeah. does. It does, and there's a bunch of things in there that are things that like we've dreamt about as well, like mm -hmm. uh, stuff that we've looked into before, like animals and. Um, Baby animals specifically, like kittens. Mm -hmm. uh, what else? School again. Yeah, um, and people that you knew from school. Like we've, we've, like I feel like stuff like that just pops up so often mm -hmm. in in dreams, and I don't know why. It's it's super interesting. But yeah, Brandy, did you were you like peeling through your book while listening? to I am having there? a look through my book because I was curious. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to remember what we decided horse meant before, um, but I looked it up in my book and it says the horse in a dream represents the energy at the dreamer's disposal. So for that, um, so <laughs> just as a warning, Boba, we both have these books and we like to look them up. And mm -hmm. sometimes we have moments of like, oh, OK, we get that. A lot of the time it's just like Freud would say. And we're like, no, nope, you're attracted no, uh -oh. to nope. your mother. Mm. <laughs> I love horse. <laughs> I love horse. Yeah. Um, but I guess the energy. OK, so if we are going to follow the book, if the if the horse was like anxious, mm -hmm. maybe that was your brain saying you can have an anxiety dream, but it's in your control if you want to. And you were just like, no, we're going to go for a little adventure. We're going to ride as fast as we can. And we're not going to, we're not going to do this. So maybe that was you taking control I like of your that. anxious horse. My anxious horse. Just having fun instead. One mm -hmm. of my favorite parts of the horse section, though, is that there's a specific bit for a horse that can get through any door and batter down all obstacles. Oh, oh my gosh, how wow. interesting. How many times are people dreaming about just badass horses kicking doors down? <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> For it to have its own section. Yeah. Oh, dear. Um, with the lynx, it says the main quality associated with the lynx is its keen eyesight. Thus, in a dream, it can often portray objectivity. Interesting. So is there something that you have 
feel you have a good view of? Is that what it's trying to say? Like you've managed to get like a good objective opinion on or something? I don't know. Maybe don't know. kittens. Maybe kittens. <laughs> Maybe Just to kittens. Clarify, like a lot of the time people are like, I don't believe in the meanings of dreams. These books are silly. And it's true. They are very silly. They don't they don't know what the hell we're talking about. But one of the things we kind of all... like doing, yeah, we like looking at the meanings and sort of applying them to our own brains, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So we sort of give it a meaning. So it's it's like a weird sort of therapy almost. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> but but yeah, like like Bryony said, sometimes the meanings don't mean anything at all. They're Such as time. now. Yeah. When we get into the cat section. Oh, no. mm. To dream of cats is to link the feline sensuous side in human beings, oh. usually in women. So <laughs> the other kittens Sexy. were sensual, maybe? <laughs> this is when it loses us a bit, usually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when it starts talking about sexy stuff. The sexy the cats. elegant. The elegant but also the powerful, yet overly self-sufficient aspect of women may also be perceived as the cat. You're just too self-sufficient. Going out there, being an independent whammon, picking up your own kittens. That's it. Yep. Unbelievable. <laughs> Strong, independent whammon. That's it. It's very, um, yeah, it's a strange one. There's nothing about kittens in here. Mm, that's kind of interesting because I feel like kittens cats. would be like... That would be something I think people would dream about is kittens. Yeah, as in, yeah. we've had like sections on puppies before, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know if would there be like a baby animal thing or or something. Oh my gosh, I have just found a section in oh this God. book that will oh anger the both of you. Uh-oh. So if you have a dream about rats, uh-huh. it says. Mm-hmm. The rat signifies the diseased and devious part of the dreamer. No, it can also goodness. represent something repulsive. Uh, what? They may be experiencing disloyalty from a friend or colleague. The person who wrote this book has never met a rat. No, they hate rats. Away. Throw it away. Put it in the bin. That's it. I'm just, I'm setting it on fire now. <laughs> Don't you worry. <laughs> I've done a little Google. And it says, dreaming of kittens symbolizes pure living, sanctity and innocence. It also means change, openness to learning, a fresh beginning in life, simplicity, Ooh. gentleness, and curiosity. Now, in the dream, they've got like mer- meanings of various dreams about kittens. In the dream, too, there was like some of the cats, the kittens that had been left outside had like passed away. Aww. This says kittens that have died are failure and disappointment or abandoned kitman- kittens' feelings of being left alone. Aww. Running after maybe. a kitten, chasing life goals and seeking opportunity. Interesting. I guess could that be with you like going back home? Yeah, maybe? that's what I was going to yeah. say. I wonder if it's like a feeling of being... You feel like your are abandoned kitten. No, I'm outside. Out I'm scratching to get back in. I'm, my little no. paws on the door. Let me back. <laughs> Let Boba back in. That <laughs> is, this is interesting. Super fast horse and I know ride back right over. away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, so like this kind of stuff is, I don't know. I feel like I have that a lot in dreams where I find animals and then I end up taking care of them or like 
just like coming across an animal and being like, okay, this animal is mine now. So mm. that's like a common yeah. thing that I dream about. I also dream about like something that's very common in my dreams is a setting that I am familiar with, but somehow it is changed. So I've had dreams where like, I'll be back at my old high school, except it's like in a swamp and like halfway submerged. Mm -hmm. Or I'll have a dream about a house that I used to live in, but it's maybe like merged with another house that I've lived in. Or maybe it's like in a completely different place altogether. Or I have yeah. a lot of dreams that are like places that I know, but they're like desolate and like not like post-apocalyptic, but maybe like abandoned and everything like that too. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing that's like, really common in my dreams yeah that's i tend to get the thing where i just assumed it's because i have a lazy imagination mm -hmm. but i'll have the thing where i'm like i'm meant to be here but it's just my parents house but it's not my parents house but that's like the one location that my brain's just like ah it's there but just pretend yeah. it's i see somewhere <laughs> I... like there's only like three locations i can i can download i've not got <laughs> any more dream dlc locations mm -hmm. installed <laughs> I tend to dream about like places being generally how they are in real life. If they're different, they're like really different. Like I, I remember once I dreamt about a childhood home that I lived in. Um, and I think in the dream it almost glitched out. So it was like when you glitch out of a map in a video game and like everything becomes like invisible. It, mm -hmm. it kind of happened like that. So you could see like the support beams, but you couldn't really see anything else. Um, but other times I've dreamt about it, it has just been completely normal. So it's sort of one extreme or the other mm -hmm. for me, which is really, really weird. Going back to the animals, I often have um, like my anxiety dreams will often take. Uh, it will be like. I suddenly have an animal that I should have been looking after mm -hmm, yeah. and I realized I've not been looking after them. Like I'll suddenly think like, oh my gosh, I've not fed the cat. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I, and I'm obviously like, I know I don't have a cat, but I suddenly remember that I just have this one and I've not been, you know, mm -hmm. taking proper care of them. Yeah. So I guess that's like, I guess because I do care about animals so much. So I guess that is like why anxiety seems to like latch onto that for mm -hmm. me i i have the same like i i often dream about rats and like i have cages and cages of rats and they're all getting out and they're all mixing and like yeah. the boys oh, have yeah, gotten in too. with the girls oh really oh my god mm -hmm. yeah like the boys get in with the girls and they're all breeding and then wild ones have got in and i'm like that's not my rat where did that come from and they're just everywhere <laughs> um, and that is one of the ones that i always have um what what um animals would you say you dream about the most, Boba? Mm, I think maybe like I don't know. I don't dream about dogs a lot, but I do dream probably about like kittens, rodents and rats, maybe like hamsters and ferrets and things like that a lot. And then I guess sometimes horses. Mm -hmm. And then I had a nightmare last night, but that had a bear in it, so that was like Ooh. a little bit different. So I was just about to say, like, because obviously we don't really get bears over here. And I was like, oh, they get bears in America. But I'm guessing you don't get many in Florida. <laughs> no, I think <laughs> just they're... walking around. No, not around here. I think there might be some in like some of the more like woodsier areas or maybe like northern Florida or something. 
maybe like black bears. I had Ooh. so I had my dream last night, which was I woke up and it was like five o'clock in the morning and well BST. And so that meant that it was like only midnight in Florida, which was also really weird to wake up at that time. Um and so I had this dream that I went to this building and Hat Films was there. They've been in my dreams a couple of times too. And a bunch of yogs <laughs> have too. Mm-hmm. But so Hat Films was there and they're like, we're going to go hunting for like this video that we're doing a behind the scenes for. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then I like walked outside of the building. I think there was like other stuff that went on that I don't really remember. I walked outside the building and there was a bunch of people like running down the side of the hill. And then I saw a huge bear like running towards the front of the building that I had just come out of. So like the Hat Films boys were still in there and there was like a side exit and all these people were running down the hill. And I was like, oh my gosh, like run another direction because there's a bear coming. And then I was trying to call Hat Films to tell them about the bear. And then I looked in my hand and instead of a cell phone, I had like, you know, the remote controls for LED lights. (laughs) I had that instead. And I was like pressing the buttons and I'm like, it's not working. So I had to just start yelling. (laughs) But I woke up and like, I haven't really been in any situations in real life where I've been, you know, really, really scared or really terrified or anything like that. But I have had a decent amount of nightmares where I wake up from them and I am the most terrified that I've ever been in my life, almost Mm. to the point where I like can't move. I have to take like a few minutes to process that it was a dream. And so I was just laying there for a little bit. Like my heart rate was crazy. I was like paralyzed. I was so scared, even though I was like, I'm in my room. There's no bear. My body was like, and my brain was like, there was a bear, you know, there was danger. There was something to be afraid of. And then I was like, oh, I also really have to pee. So like once my heart (laughs) calmed down, I like got up and I just was afraid. And I'm like, there's not a bear in the house. But my body was just in this mode of like, I know I'm supposed to be afraid of something. So I went, I turned the light on, I peed real fast. And then I had to turn my back on my hallway to get back in my room. And I was like, oh my God, like, why am I afraid so much? And I got back in bed and I went back to sleep. But it just was like, it's so wild that your brain can be and your body can be in such a state of physical reaction from something that you've dreamed about. And I've Mm -hmm. had like, a few really terrifying dreams that I've dreamed and some of them like really horrible and I wake up and it's just like my body and my brain are still existing in that environment I guess it is so strange like just how much well dreams but especially nightmares can affect you like that like I have times where I do wake up in a proper like you know the the mm-hmm. sort of movie cliche sitting up like oh my gosh oh my gosh sort of thing and mm-hmm. and you're just like that's just like such a to have such a physical reaction like the the strongest one I ever had was once I because I, I am absolutely terrified of wasps and once I was asleep and a wasp came into the like came in through the window so I must have heard it in my sleep then had a dream about there being a wasp 
And I woke up across the room. I literally got out of bed and just ran at the wall. Oh, my God. Oh my Thankfully, God. I stopped before I got to the wall. And I woke up and I was just like, huh? And I turned around and there was just this like little wasp just sort of buzzing around, just like, morning. I was like, oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. I must have been in that sort of between dreaming and awake where you're you're not like... Mm-hmm. Your body's yeah. not keeping you still, but your mind is still waking up sort of thing. But jeez. Oh, I'm yeah. quite lucky that I don't really have nightmares. Um, I tend to just have dreams that are more, I don't know, like... The anxious ones. Anxious, yeah. Like more sort of just stress. Like I dream that I'm having arguments with people and I'll wake mm-hmm. up and be like angry that I've I've had this horrible argument with someone. And, and then I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I'm not in a mood with them. It was a dream. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, Do you guys have like, the... Um, mm-hmm. Sorry, you go, you go. Do you have the typical like teeth ones? Because I have those a lot too. Hello, my friend. My name's Sean and I want to end your suffering. No, not like that. With meditation in my new podcast, Mindfulness for Gamers. Each episode, I'll take you through how mindfulness can help you to feel less anxious and frustrated and put you on a path of happiness, all through the lovely, grimy lens of video games. So make time to level up your mental health and take the first step on your spiritual skill tree. Join me and subscribe to Mindfulness for Gamers right here, right now. I've had wobbly teeth dreams, but I've yes. never, I don't think I've ever actually had a dream where my tooth has fallen out. I think it's always just been like, like a, yeah, just the typical anxiety of like, it's wobbling and I don't know if it's going to fall out. Yeah, I've had wobbly teeth dreams as well. Gosh, I don't know if it's because I've had braces for, I had braces for like a few years and I was always really worried about my teeth. And as a kid, I was terrified of pulling my teeth out, like when they were, when it was time. So I just leave them until they fell out. Um, Yeah. But like, Oh my gosh, I get the anxiety dreams where my teeth are wobbly, they're like falling out, they're like cracking in pieces, like I go to oh eat something and they come out, or like I'm pulling them out with my hands, like, oh, I had one where I had to like go on this, I'm sorry this has turned into, Boba has like the most terrifying, horrible <laughs> dreams. <laughs> It's um, fine. It's happened before. People, people, this, yeah, literally, this is like fine. the last four episodes have been. We looked up what um, bodies of water mean in dreams, mm-hmm. and that's all about anxiety. And every single one of my dream sense has been like, I was really? in a lake. I was in a river. I was in the sea. <laughs> like, oh, geez, Bernie's having anxiety. Here we again. go again. <laughs> have you um? Have you had any lucid dreams before? Because I've had a couple of those. No. No, I've not really had proper lucid dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, what were yours like? So I have dreams sometimes where I realize that I'm dreaming. And usually the way that those go is like, if I'm having a dream that I'm kind of afraid in it, something makes me realize that it's not a, it's not real, that it's a dream. And so I'll change what is happening. And I don't have like, not every time I have complete control and usually it's just like, oh, okay, I know this is not real. So I know if I make this decision, it will influence me this way instead of like being in the dream and just having the movie experience. So I'll be like, okay, this thing is happening. I don't want it to. If I do this, I will probably go down a different path instead so I can do that. 
but I have had one where I like was in the dream and I had complete control. And wow. this one was like so wild and so weird because I, I was in the dream and I was like, oh, this is a dream and I can do whatever I want. So it was like, this is what my ultimate power kind of power trip was. I like imagined this like huge like body of water, but it was beautiful and it was like reflecting all of these galaxies in the sky and the water. And then I was like, oh, this needs more. It was like playing Minecraft. And so I like thought about this huge, beautiful like crystal tower and it was like uh, semi-translucent and like made of pink glass. I went to the top of the tower because I was like, oh, I can fly. So I just flew up there. And then I was just huh. looking out at this like landscape of all of this stuff that I had made. And it was really weird. But I've had like, I i don't know how many of those I've had. That was the one that I really remember. But yeah. the other ones are usually like, oh, I'm in a dream. So if I do this, I'll probably have a better outcome than if I do something else. Yeah, that sounds amazing. <laughs> Yeah, it a was a couple times weird. recently, like ever since we started doing this podcast, I think that has made me more aware of dreams in general. Because mm -hmm. I had one recently where there was this monster inside this, I like ran into a log cabin and there was this like horrible man in there. And then I realized I was in a dream and I was like, if I run over to the PlayStation controller, and press the button I can pause the dream and then I can get away from him so mm -hmm. I like ran over and I pressed it and I paused it but it meant that I couldn't open the door so I had to quickly oh, no. unpause it open the door and then pause it again and whilst I was doing that he was just slowly turning around and looking at me and I was just oh like oh my gosh <laughs> so I sort of gave myself that freedom but not enough to just be like I'll change the setting and go somewhere nice <laughs> just mm -hmm. unpause it for a bit and run away <laughs> mm-hmm mm -hmm. Yeah, we've talked about like lucid dreams and stuff a little bit before. Um, and the, the idea of training yourself to have lucid dreams is a really interesting one to me. Like mm -hmm. if I wasn't massively lazy, I would try and do it. <laughs> but but it also I wonder if it would be quite scary. Like if if you somehow sort of did it wrong and it ended up being mm -hmm. a nightmare, like there's a little bit because it's like a sort of a journey into the unknown, really anything dream related. There's mm -hmm. that risk of just like, I don't know, it going a little bit wrong and then you have a, a bit of a terrifying experience, kind of like a, a sleep paralysis kind of thing. Oh, I get yeah. like something similar to sleep paralysis, but different. I think it's called, um, it's like repetitive waking or something. Okay. So I have like, I think it especially happens when I take naps because I, I don't really like taking naps. And so if I lie down for a nap and I don't set an alarm, I will sometimes have this thing where I'm sleeping and like nap sleep feels different to me because it almost doesn't feel like a full sleep. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I'll like have this dream that I wake up and then I'll get up and I'll be doing all of these things that I need to do. Maybe I'll like start my stream and I'm running late or maybe I'm like, have another job in my dream that I need to be doing and I'll wake up do like everything for the day in that and like have this anxiety about like being late and all of this and then I'll wake up again but I'll still be in a dream so it'll be like I've done everything in it and then I wake up and I'm like oh my god that was just a dream and it happens when it happens it will happen like 
five times or something Mm -hmm. until I finally wake up and I'm so tired and just like on edge because I've had I've woken up five times before this and had like, (laughs) oh, my God, am I late for something? That is like really weird when it happens and Mm -hmm. not fun at all. (laughs) I hate that so much. Like when you wake up and you're like, oh, I have to actually do all of this stuff now. I thought Mm -hmm. I've done it already. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know what you mean. I kind of get that when I've been like napping or if I'm just about to wake up in the morning Mm -hmm. and I'm in quite a light sleep, I will dream that I am getting up and doing things or I dream that I've checked my phone I dream that I've replied to messages and I wake yeah. up and I'm like no I haven't done any of this stuff mm-hmm. um, but I've never had it to that extreme uh, where it happens over and over and over again and I've, oh god I bet that's <laughs> I bet that's so stressful yeah it's I've, I've looked it up before because I talked about it on stream and I think Simon was like oh that sounds like this thing because it's it's like similar to sleep paralysis because in sleep paralysis that would be that you wake up but you can't move. This is like you can you're moving in your head, I guess. Yeah. But you cannot wake up. Like because I'd be like, oh my gosh, I need to wake up. And then when I say that to myself, I just wake up in the dream again. And that yeah. is so stressful and awful. Yeah. Yeah. I keep getting this thing. There's not it's not really relevant to dreams, but it popped into my mind. Every time I'm going down the stairs at the office and you know there's like cuz obviously the office is on the fourth floor and you have just like this sort of winding staircase going down. When I get halfway, the thought pops into my head of what if the staircase never ended and I was just trapped in here forever? <laughs> I and like, know, every, oh and like if I go up it doesn't go back up to the fourth and if I go down it doesn't go down to the ground floor and I'm just in this stairway trapped (laughs) i don't know why it pops into my head but that feels like the sort of thing you'd be like you'd suddenly realize you're in a dream because you're just walking down the stairs forever Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i feel like that's something that happens a lot in dreams too oh yeah Yeah. where you're like not sure what's going on um i guess this is called false awakening so when you like wake up but you're actually not um okay so this says, similar to lucid dreaming and sleep paralysis, false awakenings are considered one of the hybrid or overlap states between sleep and wakefulness. So many people who experience false awakenings also have lucid dreams, where you realize you're dreaming and can change the course of the dream. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> when you like describe it the way you do, I, I think I have had stuff like that before. I didn't realize it was actually a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. They're just, there's, they feel so weird because you'll be like, okay, you know, this doesn't seem quite right. Maybe I, I need to try to wake up. And part of it too is sometimes when this happens to me, I'll be like, okay, I need to wake up and I'll start physically waking up and my eyes will be so heavy and I'll be trying to open them. And then I'll just slip back to sleeping again and just mm-hmm. get stuck in the cycle like oh, a Groundhog no. <laughs> Day again. Oh, my gosh. It's so yeah. weird. That happens to me a lot. Yeah. I find it just so difficult to wake up a lot of the time and I will just slip back into dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's part of the reason that I'm always quite groggy in the morning because I am just stuck in a sort of a loop of dreams and mm-hmm. falling back to sleep and trying to get up and. Yeah, I'm I'm glad I'm not the only one. (laughs) (laughs) I think I used to get the like fake waking up thing. I'd only ever get it the once, but it would usually be back when I was working at the vet when it 
when I was getting up for early shifts in winter. Because mm-hmm. every time you woke up, you were like, it's either three in the morning and I can go back to sleep or it's six o'clock and I have to be up, but it's still dark and I can't tell the difference between yeah. the two. And I think I used to get that a lot because I was so aware of like, when I wake up, I need to know the time immediately to know whether I'm panicking or whether I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Or So I think that would give me those sorts of dreams of just like, oh my gosh, I'm late. Oh no, I'm fine. Yeah. I can sleep for two more hours. I have a lot of the... um. So when from the time I was 17 until I was 25, I worked at a Barnes and Noble um, and I worked in the like Starbucks portion of it. So I worked in the cafe and did like all of the coffee and did like food prep and did all of this. And then I also worked in like the rest of the store, too. But I spent like majority of it doing like coffee stuff for years and years and years, like through, you know, very important times of my life. I have so many dreams about being back at that job Mm -hmm. and they're usually like I'll be working and I'll be like having a good time and then it will be closed like it will be closing and I used to close the the cafe part by myself Um, and in my dream someone will come in and either it will be one person and they'll be like I want everything that you have right now <laughs> and I'll have to make every single thing and give them every single thing and then wash every single dish that I've already washed or it's like a thousand people come in and I'm having to serve a thousand people those oh, are really geez. funny too it sounds like plate up <laughs> yes oh my gosh <laughs> You think you're finishing the day and then 12 more people walk in. You're like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it I is think- funny how a lot of people seem to have like a specific time, I guess, maybe a formative years that dreams will cool back on a lot. Like for Kirsty, a lot mm-hmm, of yours, mm-hmm. you go back to school a lot, don't yeah, you? Yeah, this and is I think- what I was going to say. Yeah. For me, it's Holby City. I I have so many dreams about being back working on Holby City again. That seems to be my like, mm-hmm. okay, let's go back style dream. Yeah, it's like your brain just sort of picks a time period that it just likes to sort of slip back into. Like mm-hmm. for me, like when I say that I have a lot of school dreams, it's always um, A-level and maybe GCSE time. It's never university and it's never anything before that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always to do with art, English or history, which were my A-level subjects. So, yeah, my, my brain the, rarely the sort of deviates. UK folk, the GCSEs you take at 16 <laughs> and the A-levels you take at 18. 18. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's so like it's 16 between to those 18. sorts of years. Mm-hmm. And, and like with work, I mean, to be fair, with work, it tends to stick with either working in a supermarket or working at the animal rescue. I but see. a lot of the time, the, the supermarket one tends to come up. Mm-hmm. I wonder but if it has I, to do with yeah. like the anxious periods, like if you were anxious in school or you were anxious at work, but also probably the places that you spent so much time in mm-hmm. that your brain kind of has the blueprints for everything. Like uh, Bryony saying about her parents' house, like you have yeah. all of that information there that your brain is like, oh, I know exactly where everything is in this. So it's not as difficult to conjure. Yeah. Wasn't it? Isn't it also a thing too that every person that you see in your dream is someone that you have run into at some point, whether they were a stranger or not, because your brain can't 
Like your brain cannot make up a face that does not exist. I have heard that before. Yeah, I don't know how true it is. I, I but mm-hmm. I mean, I could believe that honestly. Mm-hmm. Like the amount I of times. I how many that... people have like had a dream about someone, and it's just a face that they've never really registered before because they like mm-hmm. I don't know see them in the queue for the bus or something but don't really take them in yeah and then the next time they see them in the queue for the bus they're like oh my gosh it's the woman of my dreams <laughs> yeah oh, there you are amazing <laughs> yeah i've I, had I'll um, do a little google i've also so i took like years and years and years of french and then i took a little bit of german and latin and uh arabic too and so especially when i think it was so i took three years of french in high school And then I took even more when I went to university and that's what I was going to major in. And especially in university, I was like multilingual dreaming too, because I guess I had kind of reached that point of like knowing the language. So that was interesting too, of like dreaming in French, which still happens sometimes, but not as often because I'm not like actively speaking it to anybody, but... That's really I cool. Remember. I never even thought about like something like that. Like mm-hmm. we did briefly ask Rivian. Rivian about it. Yeah, that's what I was, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think his answer was that he doesn't remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he kind of said that he just sort of dreams, and the language that it happens in doesn't really occur. I to wonder. Him. I wonder because I I would ask Xylus too if you get Xylus on because I know Xylus says that now he speaks English more than he does any other language. So I wonder if he mostly dreams in it too. Um, yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. When, when I was doing French, I was dreaming in a lot of French too. And then I've also had like, just speaking on variations. I've had dreams in black and white too. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, we were talking about that recently. Apparently yeah. people who grew up with like black and white telly often will dream in black and white because that's how they like... um. That's like the media they were used to, sort of thing. Yeah, I think my for you, family that's... watched some of them. I think I grew up watching some like black and white television stuff, so maybe that is part of it too. Do you ever have dreams where you're somebody else and you're not you? I hmm. have had that a couple times. It's it's like the exception. I think mm-hmm. usually I am me. Yeah, but I have me had. Too. Um, there was that one recently that I had. I was my friend Mike and I was being chased by Garfield Sexy Thick. Through my oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> I don't know why I was that particular friend. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm generally always me in my dreams. Um, mm-hmm. I think there have been times when I have been someone else, but I don't remember them. I just sort of get the feeling that I've had that kind of dream. Mm-hmm. One thing we get curious about is, do you ever have the classic streamer dream where oh, yeah. you su- you're doing something and you suddenly realize that you're live and you're like oh, yeah. oh my gosh everyone's yeah. seeing this everyone heard that <laughs> yep i have those plenty of times and it's usually like the typical like you would do at school where i'm like naked or something you know on yeah. the loo yeah. yep like oh <laughs> no i'm on the toilet and i'm live oh help yep mhm mhm <laughs> just like oh, I, 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 I knew jokes yeah <laughs> I had one once where my Twitch account got hacked and they started streaming like dodgy stuff from my account and I I was just like yelling at my mods like please try and stop the stream if you can but they couldn't yeah. do it they couldn't do anything about it I think it. I had one like that too and they were like just streaming porn on my channel and yeah, I was like exactly oh my god mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> I can't believe you had the same dream. Basically, yeah, they mm-hmm. hacked, hacked my account and started streaming porn on my channel. And I was just panicking. It's like, oh no, what am I going to do? But speaking of like variations of dreams, though, I had a dream the other week that was just mainly anime. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. That was interesting. It's never really happened before, but that was that was pretty cool. I don't think I've ever dreamed in black and white. I don't think I have. Yeah, I've had some of those. I, I, the ones where I've been someone else too, sometimes they're like not even people that I know. And it will be, I've like put myself into this almost like fiction kind of thing where I think I've had a dream that I've been back in time and I've been like a cave person and there's dinosaurs and I'm not me. And I think some of those also happen in third person to where I'm like watching it. But and I know that I am that person, but I'm not first person with them. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Because we were talking about perspectives that we that we dream from as well. So mm-hmm. that's another sort of thing to touch on. But I think I mostly dream in the third person. Oh, wow. I think I'm mostly um, first person. Mm-hmm. And I say yeah. that because I have a lot <laughs> have a lot of dreams where I don't know whether it's because of like my hair or the duvet or something, but I have a lot of angry dreams where I'm being tickled by something. Oh, I see. Really be angry. Your hair. <laughs> so it has you know, to be that I'm in first person for the <laughs> Do you know where the repulsion from being tickled comes from? No. No. So uh, the reason that people most of the time hate being tickled or are ticklish is because back in our, apparently from what I heard, back in our caveman days, being tickled meant that something was probably crawling on you and that something could potentially be dangerous or poisonous or venomous. And so that kind of like activates that in your brain where you're like, oh my God, something is on me that's not supposed to be and this is danger. That makes sense. It's that like Lewis cool. was telling me the other day that the reason that someone else being sick will make you feel sick is from the days where everyone would have been having like communal food. So the mm-hmm. likelihood was if one person got ill from something, it was your body being like, well, I better get rid of this too sort of thing. I can't yeah. remember why he was telling yeah. me this. But yeah, that is interesting. Like, it probably is my hair, because I tend to wear it down, and it gets everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you always wake up really grumpy if I've been tickled in a dream. I'm just like, get off me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you ever had a dream that um, lines up with real life? Like, something happens in the dream, and then you wake up because of something that's happened IRL. Like, for instance, I the tickling reminded me of this, because when I was a kid, I had a dream that I was in like a cave in a bug's life and mm-hmm. i was being interrogated by hopper like the big evil grasshopper <laughs> yeah and he I, I wouldn't tell him the what he wanted to know so he came over to me and he was like well that's it and then he started tickling me and i woke mm-hmm. up and my mom was tickling me to wake me up oh yeah um, i think that's so, happened a few times yeah it's kind of like my my brain knew what was happening in real life but the mm-hmm. dream like leads up to that particular moment happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and another one was I was around Bryony's the other week. Um, and Alex up and I was tickling to, her. Yeah, I woke up yeah. and Bryony was tickling me. <laughs> no, Alex wanted to use the, uh, the 
exercise machine in the spare bedroom. So I was like, oh, is it okay if I use that in the morning? I was like, yeah, sure. So I set an alarm and I got out of the, the bedroom and I was like, I'm still tired. So I went downstairs and went to sleep on the sofa. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And then Brian and Alex uh, went out to take Mochi for a walk. And when they got back, Alex rang the doorbell. And in my dream, there were some robots talking to each other. <laughs> and uh, eventually one of them held up like almost like a detonation device, like a little stick with a button on the end of it. Mm-hmm. And just as they pressed it, the doorbell went. And I oh, was like, interesting. How, how does my brain know that this is going to happen? How does it line up so perfectly? <laughs> and it happens time, quite a lot. The time in dreams is so weird, isn't it? Like there's times when I've fallen asleep on the sofa and... I've had like a dream and I've woken up and it's like five minutes has gone past or something. And I'm like, how? Yeah. It feels like I've been asleep for like an hour or something. It's, it's so, mm-hmm. it's like, what is that film where they keep on visiting planets and all of the times are different. So sometimes they'd be there my for half favorite an hour and sometimes film. it's like step. Is it Interstellar? It's Interstellar, yes, which is my favorite film. Bam, bam. <laughs> yeah, that's like my favorite part too, where they go to that planet where the time, the time change or disparity, just, time disparity or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's just sometimes how dreams feel where you're like, I have no idea how much time has actually passed, but it's like it will mold itself to fit into yeah. these real world things. Yes, yeah, exactly. But it is, it's so strange. Yeah, it's so interesting. Like some dreams can last just like a few seconds. So it is, it is like that time disparity. So maybe these things, when they do line up, are just happening at a normal rate. And your brain's like, right, this is happening in the real outside world. Let's mm-hmm. do, let's fire off a quick five second dream to line up with it. It's just, it's just so bizarre. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many things we just don't know about dreams. Like, why does this happen? It's, it's weird. Yeah. I went back to look at the animal section again, and it turns out there is a section on what it means if an animal is talking to you. Mm. And it says, it is Im- always important to pay attention to this aspect of animal life in dreams since we need to be in touch with that part of ourselves so Mm. maybe the horse was trying to get you to address some anxiety you have and you have to face your horse my horse needs to be a bit more clear on which anxiety that is (laughs) (laughs) otherwise there's gonna be a lot of things that i'm gonna need to face (laughs) this horse poor little horse the anxiety horse. Do you feel that we've helped with any of your <laughs> any of your dream at all? <laughs> Have we shone any light on it? I think it's just been nice to like talk about dreams and hear about other people's common dreams and perspectives too. And I think, yeah. you know, I think there is something to be said about the meaning of dreams, but I don't necessarily think that, you know, it's like palm reading or like tarot yeah. cards or anything. But more so, it's just like your subconscious exists when, you know, your subconscious exists. Profound statement, I know. But (laughs) when you are asleep, like your subconscious is working to also like maybe make you in touch with things or, you know, maybe you're just on this autopilot or something. So I do think dreams have an importance in that sense. And it's nice to talk about, too, and see the other things that people dream about because it kind of seems you know like you see people's personalities in certain things too like Bryony mm-hmm. telling me you know that 
she dreamed she was someone else getting chased by sexy Garfield Thick. Like, you can joke <laughs> and say, oh, that says a lot about you. But it, I mean, it kind of does because like, you know, I mean, I'll analyze you, but like maybe you were worried about your friend or you really care about your friend. And so you were in their position in a sense where they needed to be protected. And so, you know, you taking the wheel for that is a way for you to have, uh, you know, um, control of helping them. And the fact that it's, you know, a Twitch emote or something, that's just something that you see pretty often that your brain was like, sure, let's put that in there. But yeah, it's really yeah. nice to discuss all of this stuff and then also like talk about the things that we've you know mutually learned through mm -hmm. research or reading and stuff so it was really nice i really liked it hell yeah i think that is the thing of like because dreams are so subjective and so personal i think even if you are just taking the time to think about yourself and think about what's going on in your head and maybe some of it will line up with things but just taking that time is probably quite therapeutic and mm -hmm. yeah good definitely just to think how am i feeling and yeah what is my mind trying to tell me yeah i think it i think it can be good yeah mm -hmm. i think that's definitely one of the things that i've sort of found doing this podcast like so many times i'll be like oh i've had this weird dream it didn't really mean anything and then i'll tell it to Bryony, and Bryony will be like well it could be this it could be that you're worried about like so and so it could be that mm -hmm. you're you know feeling self-conscious or, or you're worried about this upcoming event and i'm like you know what? Yeah, you're right. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm terrified. <laughs> so mm -hmm. yeah, it is a really good thing. It is kind of a healthy thing to talk about. Um, and it's just, I don't know, it's just nice. It's nice to to see it from other people's perspectives too. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for having me. It was really yeah. nice. Thank, Thank you so you much so for coming much for joining. But, uh, where can the good people find you? And the bad ones, oh, I'm afraid. And the bad ones. <laughs> um, I am on twitch streaming and talking about weird shit all of the time my dreams and my real life uh talks are pretty much <laughs> similar um i'm on twitch slash boba i'm on twitter boba underscore witch and other places on the street in your nightmares in your dreams <laughs> riding on a really fast horse in my pink glass tower over my expensive galactic lake <laughs> <laughs> and also everyone be sure to check out feels on meals Bobby's, yes uh podcast i forgot the word podcast for a second there. oh yeah I i've like, got a suggestion for you too oh. you should oh. do an analysis on this film that i just rewatched again recently which is about dreams oh <gasps> it's shark boy and lava girl <laughs> <laughs> It might actually be interesting because That's a good idea. <laughs> it is wacky, but the whole thing is the kid is like dreaming and controlling dreams. And it is awful and has not, <laughs> not watching it as an adult is just like, okay, I guess. <laughs> That's perfect. Oh gosh, All right. Movie good, analysis. Though. Write that down. Yeah. Write that down. Because there are so many like dream cliches in movies. Maybe we mm -hmm. should. Maybe we should. That's a new section oh, yeah. we can add in. Perfect. <laughs> There's you, quite Boba. a few a dream movies and stuff. Maybe Inception. Is Inception a dream movie? Who knows? It's what the did they dream take movie, from I think. What they take from real life, you know, of dream meanings and everything. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> wow. Well, 
Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Boba, for joining us. Yes, thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you. Just for being there. Thank you. Thank you for, <laughs> for being, being a friend. Being a friend. <laughs> Until next time, everyone. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.